the parched road wandered up the hill and vanished behind a line of ancient trees. But the quiet beauty of the rolling Kent landscape was lost on Gallagher. He was just too angry as he stumped along head down. It was bad enough that he had missed his way several times that night, despite a brilliant moon, but, worst of all, this lout Reardon had been foisted on him by brigade with no explanations and no reasons. He goes along, Sean. Gallagher was a loner and preferred it that way. Reardon was a distraction he could well do without, tonight of all nights. He glanced across at him, a huge brute, dressed like Gallagher as a farm labourer. Reardon's idea of blending in usually ended in explosive violence. There was no disguising what he was, a thug, the sort of would-be hard man whose only real value was extorting money from drunks for the cause and doling out the odd punishment beating. Gallagher felt demeaned by the order to bring him along, and he wondered, not for the first time, whether the brigade had a private agenda in mind. Perhaps Reardon was along as a minder to see that things were done by the book. He mulled that one over for a minute or two. Nasty undercurrents were moving around back home like bad cess. No doubt he'd come in for a knock or two if he didn't watch his tail. He snorted in the darkness and shook the thought out of his head. Reardon would keep. Beyond the summit, the road trickled down the gentle reverse slope for a hundred yards or so, and then snapped to the right, enclosing two sides of the flat, green-covered graveyard of a church. Straight ahead, some farm buildings clung to the edge of the narrow valley. A clump of stunted bushes nearby lent much-needed support to an ancient style. Gallagher stopped for a moment, under the dark pool of shadow it cast over the grass verge, and looked slowly around, sniffing the air. It was warm and still, carrying even the sound of a dog barking somewhere over on the other side of the valley. Satisfied that no one was watching the church, they trotted across the road, their boots sparking a flinty rhythm, and passed through the little gate in the low dry stone wall. A narrow path led them through the gravestones. Just ahead they could see the more imposing thatch of the main entrance and its shorter route to the porch, out of sight on the other side of the building. Their own path called at a small side door, and, from there, it continued around the building to join with the broader thoroughfare. Gallagher tried the handle, only to find it locked. Reardon chuckled. "'What nigh, Sean?' Gallagher stood quite still. "'Shut up,' he said. "'I've told you twice already to mind your tongue, son. You're here on sufferance. Don't you forget it, or they'll find you floating back to Dublin.' He paused and looked up at the taller man. "'Are we clear on that?' The moonlight cast deep shadows below the younger man's eyes, but there was little mistaking the expression. Gallagher felt rather than saw the nod. They walked in silence around the corner, and stopped at a curt flight of narrow steps to the right, leading down to a door two or three feet below ground level. Gallagher looked cautiously around, and then turned to Reardon. Nay, for your information, it was a toss-up whether we could get in by the other door. This one here leads into the vestry. If the first one's shut, this one's usually open. How do you know? Gallagher sighed in exasperation. "'Because we have a man in the house, your Klein. 
It's arranged. What did you think? With kick special branch in the arse without a plan and a half a dozen backups? He paused and considered his next words. Has all of this penetrated that thick skull of yours? This is meant to be payback, in spades, for Easter Monday. But get it into your head. The specials have got this place sewn up tighter than a bloody drum. No surprises. That's the only way we're going to get out of this alive. Christ, that's why we were down in his garden this afternoon, checking out the lie of the land. If all of this stuff turns to worms, we'll be needing another way out. I never leave things to chance, and that, son, includes you. So just shut up and do what I say.'